So what do you want to talk about? So I think that you and I should have sex with each other. <laughs> or Damn, dude. If not you, then maybe someone else. But I think I should have sex with a penis person because I don't think there's any other way for me to get over my hangups about the dick. Man, out of all the places I thought this conversation was going, I I don't I, know if I can handle it. I don't know what's going to happen if I try, but I think that, yeah. I should maybe talk to a therapist as well. <laughs> In addition to fucking your roommate slash best friend slash co-host. Well, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm... I would be fine being your first dick, but I'm also am not opposed to helping find you right. a I don't first know. dick. I don't know what the right answer is for this, but. Okay. I mean, I think step one is get some ecstasy properly. Yeah. Well, let's check. Okay. Well, <laughs> there's that roadblock down. I really try to always have someone. <laughs> I I've honestly I never felt sexual tension in the room between us before, but now that you're just I like, know. I think we need a fuck. I'm like, I'm, I'm still like, very much compartmentalizing that and not I, feeling I, it. I know. I'm I, trying to like process like how to look to in the eye right now. I'm just trying to be intellectual about this whole thing. Well, <sighs> when it comes to fucking at a certain point, the intellectual goes out the window. Uh, yeah. You I know. Can you hand me the bong, please? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I have to cough anyway <coughs> oh, that's better uh well i guess we should tell them what so, happened well yeah <sighs> why don't you tell them what happened okay so uh <coughs> uh two nights ago uh, Ariel and Ariel and the girl came home from uh, Ariel's show, Backyard Sluts. And uh, I was just stoned on the couch, hanging out, uh, having a me night in. And they all come in, and we're hanging out. And uh, it's clear Ariel's like V tired and like, I don't know. In my, in my head, I was like, oh, they're not fucking tonight. I had to work you at know? 9 a.m. the next yeah, day. Yeah, I heard you mention your work and time then a I couple a, times, my, which is always a sign that you're looking to go to bed. Right, which I never yeah. should have even brought Ariel home, really, because I knew I just wanted to go to bed. But I was really hoping that we could have sex for like a few minutes and then go to bed. But Ava was up. What I didn't get was why didn't y'all just go to your room? Just like... Well, it just feels, like I don't know. It's, no, I hear y'all fuck all the time. It's not, and it's not like I don't no, know exactly rude. what you're doing. And then there. we all like you, so we're all like, hey. No, and I, then I don't know. I'm also like, so it's sex is so vulnerable and scary to me that I'm always gonna like lean away from it, and and, and so being social is also a way for me to be like to put off the moment where we might have sex because like mm. I'm so. Like for as much as you want it, it's. I just want a, I want people to come on to me though. Yeah. I really hate making the first move. Yeah. Yeah. 
but okay, I get that. But it, again, then maybe don't always move it, even though we have a great place for it. Don't move it to your place because that does put you in the position of like kind of having to be the conductor of the evening. Totally, but also I had to work at 9 a.m. It was just yeah. a dumb idea anyway. And so Anyways, like, yeah, yeah. So, but, uh, but I always try to eat my cake and have it. The today. three of them are drunk and I'm just super high and like Ariel and I end up having like this like argument about euphoria it wasn't really an argument as much as i said i didn't dig the show euphoria and then i made a glib comment about it's like because i if i wanted to think about you know teenagers being fucked up and doing drugs like i could just look into my own memories and then ariel like which is obviously like over generalized and shit right, right? there's shows like about y'all are necking each other to me no but it's just like so like then like she like tried to relate it back to skins because the two shows have like similar themes right and like asked if i'd ever watch skins and the thing is like yeah dude i watched skins because it was one of the few places i could see a gay person growing up like Mm -hmm. a teenager that looked and was kind of vaguely like me and some like fucked up drug shit that was kind of vaguely like what i was going through right Mm -hmm. so i did watch the fuck out of that show right Uh Uh, all through high school but it's like she started like questioning me on it and i felt like attacked and i was like I'm just kind of over this. Like I'm not, I was having a nice chill stoned like evening on the couch. Like if I was also drunk, I could probably could have gotten down with like pr- whipping out my skins credentials and showing like how much I knew the show. Right. But it's like, <laughs> I just didn't give a fuck about that. Going on skin. And so I was just like, yeah, I'm just going to go in my room and keep watching my show. And so I just kind of left. Right. Well then, yeah, uh, but it was kind of awkward and yeah, it was like, awkward. It wasn't a graceful exit, but it's also, it's my house. So like, right. But it just felt to me, it just <laughs> felt like she just wanted to connect and make sure that y'all still like basically would have the same taste. And then, but she was just going about it in a bit of a, a bit of a frantic way that made you just, well, annoyed. That's, the thing. that's what I said when I left. I was like, no nah, dude, I was like, I'm not angry. I was just like, they're just different vibes right now. Like y'all are just drunk and uh, there's a different energy in here right. than like I can jive with right now. Right. That's what it, I was just stoned on the couch watching Star Trek. And like, like she finished like half of like a, you know, like portable Boda box, like while we were sitting there. Right. So mm-hmm. it's like, if I had had half of that, I'd been fucking flying, you know, at least in my state. So mm-hmm. it's just like, there's just different energy and different vibes right now. And like, I could have this conversation, but like, I really don't give a fuck and don't want to. And I'm feeling like a lot of aggressiveness and like, I'm just done. Like, you know, not a thing I'm mm-hmm. into. Yeah. And, but <laughs> that, that was, that not was a, graceful. As yeah. You said, yeah. But, not graceful, but and that's here I am <laughs> just half asleep. I mean, I'm, I have a cold. I'm so tired, you know, and I'm just like, one eye open just being like what is happening uh i just want to go to bed but here i am like trying to take two women home with me like why am i doing that when all i want to do is go to sleep you know that's on me yeah anyway so then my mind is telling me no i know (laughs) that is exactly where that song comes in (laughs) (laughs) yeah well anyway so then so ava goes to bed and then the girls give me NyQuil and so then it's like okay well obviously like whatever and at some point I even said something like hey if y'all want to like have sex or something <laughs> like I'll just go to sleep over here you know but we all uh, just went to sleep and then you know um, I found Ariel on the couch in the morning with my pants as a sun cover <laughs> my shorts Uh, And then she got in bed and cuddled with the girl for a while while I went to work. But in the middle of the night. In the middle of the night. So I'm in my room. I go to sleep around 2.54 a.m. exactly. Uh, (laughs) I'm just just looking at the phone. I'm just reading from the record. I just get a a text that just says, are you awake? I said, I am now. What's up? 
She says, not much. You want to smoke a bowl? I was like, I'm good. I'm naked in bed. I don't feel like putting clothes on to go back out there. Thanks, though. She says, who who said you needed clothes? I said, lol, funny. I don't think Ariel and Casey are looking for me to join y'all. Ha ha. <laughs> she said, they're in their room. No worries, though. I said, you come to my room then. I'm injured and the living room is so far. And then I put the little angel emoji. Mm. She said, ha ha, mate. I don't know what that means. And then she says, pondering, which means like she's like, I'm thinking about it. Oh, I was mate. like, I think mate's just like friend. Oh, okay. Mate. And I was like, ponder away. You know, I was like, Jesus whatever, Christ. dude. I'm like asleep. Mm-hmm. And then she says, uh, never mind. Maybe we just go to bed. I don't know. Fuck ponder. I'm a doer. I was like, it's up to you. I'm here if you want. I was like, I love that doer mentality, though. And she said, I can bring, she said, can I bring a bowl? I said, of course. And that was right. it. Right. And, and then, then here's the thing is like, I had taken a tram at all probably 30 minutes beforehand. And so, like, in my head, I'm like, this is a large, like, physical experiment for me where I'm like, okay, I haven't fucked in weeks. This is my first time, like, without this, like, wrapping on and, like, I'm able to move my arm. And, like, dating has been, like, a thing I've been worried about. I mean, I was trying to date a lot, but then, like, stopped when I was fucked up. And so I was like, this will be a good test run to see if, like, I can actually, like, handle myself in, like, some sort of, like, sexual situation. Especially if I'm, like, sleepy as fuck, right? And, like, might not even, like, be able to get hard. Like, it took this medicine. So, like, but it, and it was okay. It hurt more than I thought it would. And it was like, uh, it was not necessarily like the most graceful hookup, you know, but Mm -hmm. like I managed it and it worked out well. Uh, yeah. And so we fucked in the middle of the night and then I thought y'all knew. Well, I don't know why I would know that. I mean, I thought y'all probably hurt. No, I had taken NyQuil. So that explains that. that. Thank thank Christ. (laughs) So yeah, so but so I thought Ariel knew, and then yesterday we just happened to not see each other. Yeah, so Ariel's uh, sexual therapy continues. So then, like, yeah, today I was telling Ariel and Casey, or Ariel and the girl about like this dude I've been camming for, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, and then I was like, oh yeah, also it's like you know can we talk about like the other night which was just like wild when like ariel came home and then i found out that not only uh did ariel not know that was not on board whatsoever well Um, i just trying been trying to live in denial about penises about penis so yeah i'm so curious about this like, I mean, I know you don't like dudes and, like, that dicks are weird for you. and But, like, I didn't, I don't think I really understood the depth to which, like, this goes. There's just, like, some trauma, obviously. I mean, like, it's just, like, I can't describe, like, the sort of panic attack that I'm living in. Um, <laughs> but, like, I'm kind of okay with panic attack. It's just kind of wild. Honestly, it's like a drug trip. Like, if you really just kind of, like, take the sensations in your body and don't interpret them as bad, it's like, whoa, dude fuck (laughs) maybe i should just learn to get off on like oh that's what people do you learn to get off on that just interpret it as pleasurable instead of painful okay yeah (laughs) interesting um yeah there's just like a lot of there's a lot of physiological arousal um 
my armpits are sweating. And I was very cold before, Thinking right? Thinking about Shivering. what? I'm trying not to think, honestly. I'm just, let's just be in the present. Um, just, uh, I don't like penises being with girls that I like. Yeah, see, I didn't get that or know that at all. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's probably because my sister was molested by one and a half of my brothers. Jesus. Yeah. One of so them, there's just a deep association with I like... I think I just couldn't protect my sister. And so I think that's what it is. But obviously that is not healthy to do to all penis vagina So anyway, I think if I had sex with a penis person, like, I think that's something I've been avoiding because I think that's part of it. And I don't want to say that lesbianism is a pathology, <laughs> <laughs> um, but there may be a response. Um, and then it turns out lesbianism's tight. So, but I think I need to heal my relationship with men. By fucking me or somebody i don't know i don't know what the right i mean I, am, I know i'm the most masculine influence in your life but like, <laughs> no not the most masculine well, just what do you say most regular oh, masculine, yeah. <laughs> the closest thing or something i don't yeah. know but um well i don't know right what the right decision is uh for what kind of penis person but i do think it sh- i probably should do it for my health so okay we'll just think about that <laughs> I'm about to go on tour for two weeks and spend a lot of alone time in the car I'm so sorry it's okay this is like the worst I think I need a lot of time you know but I did want to spend more time with you I um, know I was so excited but I think that w- as soon as I can after Cloudtop Festival, maybe, I think I'm going to try to take, like, a staycation here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you think... This is just this is just some high-person thoughts. Do you think that, like, we were both looking forward to this, like, alone time together, right, in this car, and that we're just living in the reality where that didn't happen, but in the reality where that did happen, we would have fucked on the road. <laughs> And, but this is the reality where I broke my arm, so I don't have it happen. So for some reason, like the eventuality of things, like makes it to where I fuck Ariel and like yeah, like it's like kind of force, final destination. It, yeah, it's like for, it's like it's like like, like we're gonna be fucking several realities. It's just this yeah. is the one where this is the series of events where that yeah. like. So now it's a it's a more drawn out the story arc is more drawn out. Well, that's what I'm telling you. Like with the DMT trip, where it was telling me like that. 
like like I said, sometimes I say like the universe will end. Like if I had done poppers while we were on like Molly and Acid at the New Year's party, how I thought like not poppers, the whippets. whippets. If it, like I felt like if I did the whippets, then the universe would end. Or like if we had sex, there was that one where the universe didn't. Maybe yeah. that's not like the universe ending, but maybe it is like changing something fundamentally about myself that I've been like clinging on to. Yeah. And so in those moments, you can let go of that universe. That universe will be dead. The one in which you've never done that, but. Right. So that's maybe I should lean in a little bit more to some of those things. <sighs> Damn. So what I realized too, it's like life is like uh is like God giving you a sports massage where sometimes <laughs> things really hurt and feel shitty and you're like, why does it have to feel shitty? But it's like when you're getting a sports massage where it has to feel shitty, but it's also good at the same time. You have to remember it's also good at the same time and it's healing you and it's helping you and like that's the best kind of pleasure is when there's that pain in it you just interpret all of the bad feelings as a good massage. That's pretty beautiful. Thanks. I thought of that yesterday when I was high. <laughs> <sighs> and then I told my masseuse he was speechless. And then he went back to talking about lesbianism <laughs> and how much he loves lesbians. God damn it. <laughs> it's fucking... That's always been my dream, you know? I don't know, like, isn't that crazy? Like, it's just always kind of been my dream to just, like, maybe just, like, hook up with two lesbians. <laughs> That's crazy, man. <laughs> yeah, wild. <laughs> yeah, we call them bi while they're doing that, I guess. Oh, God. Well, <sighs> I don't know what to say, man. Yeah, there's nothing to say. It's fine. I just feel, felt like it'd be more fun to have this conversation on the podcast. Yeah, I'm glad when you were like, I have an idea, but we need to record. I was like, okay. Because this just happened this morning, right? I was fixing to sit down to edit this week's like episode. <laughs> yeah. And <then laughs> it's happened. Uh, and then I went outside and took a phone call and then I came back inside. <laughs> and I was like, hey, I have an idea, but we need the ideas. <laughs> We need to have sex. And I was just like, <laughs> dude, just like all the things I was preparing to talk about and like work through with this, like, yeah. ah. let's just go to the root of the issue. I mean, I wish more people would try to get you gotta to the let root me of heal and heal up and practice for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you're in the running. We'll see. I don't know. Are we good? Are I guess. <laughs> I guess. Oh, Are God. we good? This is the Gender Fluids Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Ava Smart, a 26-year-old trans girl and bottom-leaning switch. And I'm Ariel Isaac Norman, a 32-year-old boy lesbian, for now. And we're bringing you the only queer podcast that isn't super gay. Gender Fluids is a podcast about all the sex and all the people. You can follow us on Instagram at Gender Fluids Podcast. On Twitter, we're at Gender Fluids Pod. Our email is genderfluidspodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to support us on Patreon, you can find us at patreon.com slash genderfluids. Enjoy the episode, y'all. Oh, yeah, I did. And they have that, like, song, like, everything is awesome. Uh-huh. Everything. I, like, for some nice reason, movie. for some reason, my head has, like, been making the song, playing the song in my head, but it's just, like, 
Everything is painful. <laughs> Everything hurts all of the time. For some reason. <laughs> Everything is painful. Oh, oh my gosh. You have to, okay. Pain is a great teacher, Ava. So I had surgery on Friday for like my shoulder and for my like collarbone and my forearm. And uh, I have plates in me now and that's cool and all that jazz. But like, I, it, 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 it had this like deeper effect on me than I thought it would because before I like did this here, pass it this way. So, Cause I only have my left hand. Yeah. Uh, cause like before I like, you know, fuck my shoulder up and shit and like ever like had surgery on this, I was pretty, pretty fucking like had my eyes set on like bottom surgery. Mm, but like the reality of this minor of a surgery <laughs> like really fucking makes me question like do i want to go through that right like, like that's like an need... intense like physical and psychological trauma like i mean like even though it's like self-imposed like this was a self-imposed thing as well and like it's going to help me for the rest of my life right getting mm -hmm. these plates put in but like having bottom surgery is like fuck man like i don't know if i can do that yeah i don't i don't and i it's wonder too soon to take more time off work for now anyway well, yeah <laughs> <laughs> i need to get paid again uh well, that's the thing it's it's you need a lot of money and time money slash time in order to also you to pull it off pull it off and, and not just the money and time in like a literal way but also like yeah what else is going to be interrupted in your life for like the recovery period of that and then you have to like but i really wonder i wonder how many trans people like trans women in particular when i'm talking about it uh -huh. i wonder how many of us have had any sort of like major surgery before mm -hmm. they decide to do <laughs> bottom surgery because like itch like i mean uh, before you know i was like yeah dude i'm gonna do NBD, it it's gonna be yeah. a, not it's not that not it's NBD, NBD, but yeah. right but it was like i can do uh, this yeah like having not experienced this before made me more willing just to like i could have if i'd just bitten that bullet without knowing that mm -hmm. would have been better right mm. i probably would have been happier having done it and not known but now that i know what it feels like to like be like cut into and put back together it's mm -hmm. like fuck dude like That's i don't know I don't know if I can do that. Yeah. And it's weird because it's the thing I want, but it's, it's like, God damn, like the pain that I felt after the surgery on just my arm and my shoulder bone or my collarbone was like unreal. Right. And I don't know that much about the pain of recovery, but I can only imagine that there's pain. A lot. You just had um, your dick she, turned into a vagina. Yeah. It's, it's gotta probably hurt. pretty painful. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like there's not like even in like like magical situations where a thing is like transmorphed into another thing. There's usually pain involved. Like the, just the idea of any sort of transformation involves pain, right? Yeah. God damn, man. So that's the thing I've been dealing with. Also, yeah. my mom saw my new titties for the first time. <laughs> like, didn't have time to prepare for that. Just like had surgery. Was like fucked up, and the doctor's like, you know, you should try and like take a bath just like try and like you know mm -hmm. clean a little bit because i was covered in dead skin because i had this like terrible allergic reaction to mm -hmm. codeine and so like my mom had oh, to help me we took tramadol yeah we took this. tramadol yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got some pills now <laughs> yeah. safe space studios is pilled up um <laughs> <laughs> yeah pilled up with pills uh get it like filled up uh, oh, uh, that's uh, cute 
Anywho, yeah, so we, I was like, you know, I had to do this, take the shower or take this bath. Like, I know it's going to make me feel better. And, like, my mom was like, all right, let me help you get your shirt off. And I was just like, oh, we're just about to, like, have this mom-daughter, like, moment of just, like, yeah, of course you're going to see my titties. And, like, that, I know my mom has seen, like, my, like, sister's titties, like, growing up, right? It's just a thing that ha- – I don't know. Is that a thing that happened just with you? boobs sometimes. I don't know. Boobs, I like titties. titties. They're both weird. They're both weird. Um, titties is just fun to say. Yeah, it's just, like, I don't know. It's all weird. But uh, did it happen with me in terms of my mom seeing my boobs? Yeah, like girl, like once they like develop, like I don't know, like it's interesting because I feel like she still walked around naked a lot, but I feel like I was I've always been very like private about my body, very like <coughs> you know, yeah, very hiding of my body. So yeah. my, I don't know that my mom <coughs> really has like I stopped changing in front of my mom and like and then my sister pretty quickly. Like it just got yeah, interesting. See, like my family is like no, not like super modest about their bodies but like when it's just like it's just the boys or it's just the girls and like we're all like at the river and we need to change we're on the lake you know it's like well there's no like we're all hiding behind towels it's like nah we're just gonna do it because we're all just the same here and none of us are queer we're all family too we're not queer family fuckers Mm -hmm. but little did they know right Uh all those years they were changing in front of you when you were Attracted to both genders anyway. Like, yeah. You were just, tra- I mean, who cares? You know, you're it's like, mm, granddad, no your shriveled old dick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. So, but it was weird. I had a weird moment with it where I was just like, I well, thought, these are my boobs, mom. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she didn't mention anything. She sure. didn't say shit, right? I think great. She was just like, oh, nice are coming tits. along nicely. <laughs> Well, I kind of expected that almost. I kind of like oh, thought for a second she'd be like, because she's commented on like how big, how much, how big, much bigger my hips and my like thighs have gotten, uh-huh. like how my figures like filled out, right? Okay. But she's never like said like, dude, your tits are getting big. Yeah, you have some real boobs now, right? And so like, I, but I was honestly like thinking I might get like, oh wow, they're really coming in or something. I don't know what. <laughs> it's probably just slightly know? uncomfortable. I don't know. Yeah, and you know she. I was hips are one thing, I guess. <laughs> boobs are another. Yeah. Uh, but thank God That's I'm funny. home. Anyhow, yeah, so I that, about that That is interesting, though. Yeah, I wouldn't... Uh, like, now, I think the, like, the last time I was at my sister's, I was... I'm definitely more comfortable in my body, and so was able to just kind of change more casually, and you know, whatever. And she... I don't think she ever really got very, like... She would just change in front of me. Like, it was just me being like, uh, but I also just, you know, had all these issues with my body. And so, yeah, I'm only very newly like starting to get free in it. Did I tell you that I think I want to start taping um, for like for when I'm swimming, just tape like the trans dudes do? Do it. Because I don't like, I do like wearing a sports bra, just feels dorky and constrictive and whatever. But I don't want to just be, and I can't even legally sometimes, but um, be topless i don't but i don't really you know what i mean but like yeah just start taping your boobs learn to tape that's tight Mm -hmm. i'm about it i support it and i feel like i'm just gonna be freer yeah my body Mm. (sighs) dude i kind of like getting called an abomination yeah that's hot i that's like a new goal like it's a pretty great insult Mm-hmm. Or compliment. That's like when people say sick or, you know what I mean? Yeah. 
He might be like, abomination. Like, it's it's pretty metal. You're a fucking abomination. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I do want someone to call me an abomination. That's like, hot. as I, like, yeah, get fucked uh, by them. Mm. Mm. You, mm. Just, you deserve this, you abomination. You're an abomination. Take that. Mm. Oh, fuck yeah. That's, that's what new. What is the etymology of abomination? It's kind of a weird word for its meaning in, <clears throat> in my ab- ears. It comes from like being abo- abominable. You yeah, know? but what's that? I'm sure it's biblical. From? It sounds, it sounds it very sound biblical, biblical, you know. But, oh, God damn. Grinder's been wild because, like, I just, I, you know, I still haven't, actually, I'm going to meet this one trans girl from Grinder that, like, I chatted with briefly. But other than that, I haven't met anybody. I've really just been using it just to get on and see, you know, 45 people call me hot every, you know, couple hours, right? Yeah. Just tight. Also, just to get lots of compliments on gender, gender fluids. Dude, like, I love that. Apparently, the grinder community loves this podcast because like, I get a lot of like, hey, I'm a big fan of your... No, you're Dude, not into dudes, but big fan of your podcast. I want to <laughs> get on a grinder now just for that. I want to be like, wait, can I get compliments on gender fluids if I get on grinder? Probably. Oh, uh, yeah. What do you... Uh, let me see your profile. Like, do you, you say gender fluids on there? Yeah. Tight. I, I recently just changed my profile to say... Because I've always said on there, like, I'm only here for trans girls. I'm yeah. not interested. Like, if I want to fuck a dude, I'll but pick one of you. That's such a great way to, like, neg everyone else. No, like but that. what I did was, like, I was like, I was like, dudes, if you want me to talk to you, I need you to send me a screenshot of a review you leave for my podcast on iTunes, and then I'll <laughs> consider talking to you. <laughs> but any reviews yet, or is it all just no, compliments? I, okay. No, just compliments. Well, that's a recent change. I, I just got so many compliments on the podcast that I decided to like oh, you just add that on that. there. I was like, well, if enough people are listening, I'm going to see if like, I can and, get and I'm getting out of that. Yeah, I don't have any other type of social media thing that has as much interaction as I do with my grinder profile. So like, uh-huh. why not like try and force people to review us? Yeah. <laughs> through grinder. That's hot. Um, um, and I mean, look, I will, like, if you send me that screenshot, I'll fucking talk to you. Seriously. But like, other than that, like, I don't give a shit. Dude, like, I love that because like yeah, that's why I keep my Tinder alive is just to promote gender fluids on there. And also <laughs> because I love being hit on. So if anyone wants to hit on me, um, that's always fun. But wait, can I just tell you abomination? It You have to go way far back, cause, but it means away from an omen, like ub, away from, yeah. and then omen is from omen. So it's like against like the prophecy of how things should be. You know what I mean? Uh, Against God's will dude, is really what that means. Uh-huh. Yeah. Abomination. I've never like been, I've never enjoyed being degraded and like being called like a bitch or like a whore. Uh-huh. I like being called slut, but faggot? that's kind of cute. Faggot? No, I've never really okay. enjoyed that, but I think I could get off on being called an abomination. Yeah. That just feels dungeons and dragons enough that like it gets my nerd goat going. It's that, but it's also like you say, so metal, like yeah, an abomination. <laughs> it like, takes that's it to a, like a that's deep a level, lot. you know. Yeah, yeah, that's really putting someone on a, like a pedestal, really. You know, to be called an abomination, like that's that's a you know that's a big thing. Or like if it's a good, if someone's saying it in a good way, like if they're an evil person, like uh-huh. you're my abomination. You're my abomination. Oh. oh. I'm oh. fucking leaking <laughs> just thinking about yeah. it. Whoever wrote that on Grinder, well done. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I, uh, yeah, they're the myself. one person I messaged back. I was like, oh my God, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> lick, lick, lick. Yeah. So.
So uh, I recently started, like, you know how uh, people would be like, oh my God, I'm so wet at that, uh-huh. right? I've, I've kind of wanted something to say like that. Cause sometimes I say like, oh my God, I'm so hard, but that's not always true. Cause I really don't, my first reaction to being turned on now isn't getting hard anymore. It's leaking. It's leaking. <laughs> so like, I, yeah, you're wet. Oh, uh, leaking just like but, the rest But of I us. started saying leaking instead of yeah. wet. Cause for some reason I think it's sexy. Like it I like being uncontro- the uncontrolled yeah. aspect of it is like, oh my God, I'm fucking leaking. Well, cause like that. vagina people will also say leaking as well. Sometimes. Oh really? Yeah. It's like when you're like really dripping, like I'm dripping, I'm leaking. Like, yeah. cause it is like you leak onto your underwear and yeah. everything and and it's it's been fun it's been the most fun part of transition <laughs> that like that's my first reaction to being oh, turned yeah. on it's just a leak this like oh dude it tastes so good just like the best tasting pre-cum like i love tasting my own, own cum pre-cum. now yeah not cum cum but pre-cum, pre-cum it's right. like this sweet like slightly salty like right. mm. And like when we were filming that like uh, vomit like scene, uh-huh. that uh, was how you cleansed your. Well, palate. no, I like said yeah in between <laughs> so takes. You, you chaser. <laughs> so turned on by the vomit pre coming. Thank God. <laughs> Something. Well, I was turned on at the beginning of it because you know uh, the girl that I was filming it with. Uh, she had taken some Viagra and was like right. reading some erotic fiction to like stay hard while nice. I was setting the camera up. Right. Oh, y'all but didn't I, have a fluffer. <laughs> <laughs> no, we were self fluffing. <laughs> um, okay. And so uh, I sat down on like these new chairs. I got these like black vinyl uh, kitchen chairs and I was adjusting the camera. And when I stood up, there was like a string like from the tip of my dick. And it was like, and like both the dude that was running the camera for us and the girl they were like, Oh, that's so fucking hot. Cause I wasn't hard. Right. It's just, mm-hmm cute little just girl dick just leaking, leaking pre-cum it's like you were yeah. ovulating that day it was all stringy but that's just no that's just my every day and it's <laughs> not it happens when i'm like not even super turned on it's just barely there to the yeah. point that like i now just have like little patches in all of my underwear like i have fucking discharge yeah because totally. I just, anytime just, i get a little like mm, it's like for sure i'm probably leaking a yeah, little right like because vaginas are like pretty much always leaking some shit you know like yeah. whether it's just like a little bit or mysterious things but <laughs> welcome to the club mysterious things well just like when you're ovulating mysterious or something you know sometimes <laughs> things are happening or or you're you're pre-perioding or something or you know yeah yeah but anyway so i've been saying leaking a lot more and i've i've really come to enjoy it okay let's take a quick break and then uh, we'll come back with some more fun shit Hey y'all, thanks for listening. Uh, If you like the podcast and want to leave us a review, please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review like this one. Uh, I enjoyed the review from Creamy Pussy, five stars. It's called Oh Yeah, Just Like That. Excellent and thought-provoking content that can make anyone, no matter what your fetish is, feel a little less alone and a little turned on. Wink. Perfect. Give us more stuff like that. Yeah. Head on over to Apple Podcasts and uh, drop us a review. Thanks. On the subject of like, you know, using new words or words that I've kind of like come to be endeared with or endeared to, right? Like Mm -hmm. leaking and leaky that make me feel that feel like appropriate to me, right? Like I'm creating a kind of like trans girl. Yeah. Lexicon that I enjoy. Kind of how I had a gay boy lexicon that I enjoyed that no longer really feels right or fits. Um, I've like when I'm like getting off to like porn now and like looking up porn, I've had to go through this like weird moral justification slash like turning on the blinders thing that I didn't have to use to Hmm. because like even though people are getting better about it 
if you're trans, more often than not, to find good porn of yourself, you're having to Google slurs of yourself. <laughs> yeah. There aren't, you know, it's just one of the, like, at least if you're, like, there, you know, some, like, minority groups, you can just Google, like, a publicly acceptable term for that person and find porn of them. Yeah. But, like, with trans people, the trans women in particular, a lot of times it's, like, you know, she tranny, you know, uh, sissy, sometimes cross-dresser, but really then you're getting a lot of actual cross-dressers. But just like a lot yeah. of shemale and tranny porn, right? And it's like, and it, it's yeah, like, like this hard. wouldn't be okay if it was the n word. That was yeah, the only which way to also find exists. People. But like at least no, you but that's not like, the only way to find yeah, black right? people, various combinations of things. And like yeah. when I when I was earlier in transition, <laughs> it didn't bother me as much. But like now, it's like, and also like when Tumblr was a bigger thing, and I was able just to follow like real trans people posting, it wasn't like a problem. But like. Now that I'm searching for porn videos, like in things on like sites other than Tumblr, and I'm really trying to do that, it's hard to find good porn that doesn't have like those words in it, right? Yeah. And it and it's a thing that's bothered me more and more, and so I've had to work harder and harder <laughs> to ignore it. But what I'm noticing is like, it's like it's not like cis people doing it. Only it's not only cis people using these words, right? Like a lot of trans porn stars yeah. still use those words because that's what they have to use to get views. Well, people you always kind of liked the word tranny yourself, right? Not I never liked it, but I never had that like visceral reaction okay. against it that a lot of people. I feel like did. you used to think you used to enjoy using it yourself for more. I I like using it like in specific situations, right? Yeah. Especially like comedic kind of like how I use faggot right I really enjoy using it's, it like in like specific way because right. it it is a word that I don't wholly like but I but don't feel uncomfortable funny. using and deploying you're right? allowed to use it and so there are jokes that are going to be funnier because you can use that word as the punchline or part of it yeah. yeah but like it's not a word that I like have wholly positive feelings about right mm-hmm. and so like especially when it's like not when it's being used in a situation other than something comedic or like kind of like right sp- like cleverly intentional right that's when i'm like okay this just feels right obviously wrong, right? like yeah. any of those words if but it's like used porn is like that you know it's but like, the eh. thing is like you know most people won't i mean i don't i'm not even looking for like a transgendered woman but i'm just saying right. like trans girl you know trans it's like an easier an it's easy. easier than like she male right yeah or like, trans girl is like still like not clinical or anything it's fun and it's yeah yeah right so there's or no like, reason not to use that Tell your porn making friends. But it's just been weird because it's like a thing that I've had to get over more and more. Yeah. And it's also weird that like, you know, like I want to, I want to talk to somebody in that position of like, like a person that's like titling porn, not even like a, (laughs) like a high end professional, but somebody on Pornhub who's like, has some public, some paid for videos that have like, you know, subscribers and they're trans and they use shemale and tranny in their thing. Like, I want to, I want to know like what, what's up? Yeah. What do you think? Cause I'm not against it. Right. I wish it wasn't, but I'm not like that person's a piece of shit. Fuck them. It's like, no, like I get it. I know exactly why you're doing it. Makes sense to me. But it's like, I just want to know, like, is it just purely a business decision? Is like I'm sure it is. Like about it. Yeah. Like where, how do you, I'm just so curious how you work through that and work (laughs) through that, you know, ethically morally i do want to start doing porn though like i know we've talked about making it but like i like i really am just at a point where like i feel hot enough that like i don't i don't really want to get paid like i mean i would like to get paid for it but like i'm not like ooh, i want to do porn to make a bunch of money i'm just Uh like 
I really just kind of want to go get fucked on camera a bunch. I just think that sounds like a lot of fucking fun. I like work. I like working. And I like the idea of like making sex and like filming a porno, like an act, like a, like a work thing that I do, you know, and Mm -hmm. a, a project that I pursue. And I really, yeah. So part of my whole like, you know, goals I'm setting for myself over the like next year or so getting fucked on camera more and Um, really just like diving into this porn world. I would like to just make money. And so that's my appeal. (laughs) (laughs) Porn's appeal for me. Um, Yeah. Because I'm just thinking if we are really going to move to LA or whatever, it would be so much easier if we could make some money doing porn so you can want to do it for your artistic license or your whatever your freedom to explore your shit but i'm just like dude can we make money selling porn or like how does that work like gender fluids porn hub for real i mean so you know i've never looked into it enough to know the like how hard it is to actually generate income. Cause I, I mean, I've seen enough. I, Cause here's the thing I pay for very little porn. I pay for some porn. There's right. some porn stars that I just, I like their work. I think they're great people. And like, I want to help you keep doing what you do. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's also just expensive to do. So I don't really know how hard it is to like generate an income from just porn. Because you see people, like, if we're just using, like, the classic Pornhub model where they have, like, some, there's a person and you create a profile and you're uploading videos and you can upload free videos and you can upload videos that people have to pay for. And based on that and what I've seen, there are different tactics to, like, making money off that. Like, you know, some people, it's that they're releasing a lot of content and it's, like, a lot of semi-free st- free stuff where it's like a video with like parts cut out and then like you have to pay for the full version or like some people do some like fun short free videos and then like the extra cool stuff you pay for and sometimes like it's mostly paid for stuff and only like three free videos just to get you enticed some people balance it differently like how much you create and what direction I don't know which one's the like the most successful formula for actually generating income. I also have no fucking clue how you get people to start watching your shit. I yeah. think that, you know, that's why a lot of those girls use terms like she male and tranny because otherwise when people searching. are like searching, you're not going to come up if you're yeah, using you're just certain languages. The ones that are already there. Yeah. Or kind of put it out there. Okay, someone had a shirt on the other day. I cannot remember who. I'm so sorry if you are listening. But someone had a shirt on the other day that was like the world's longest dicked man. And it was like, I don't know, very long. Like it almost went to the ground. And I thought it was just like a band shirt. And he was like, no, no, no. This is like a real Guinness (coughs) World Record holder. This is a picture of him and his dick. And I was just thinking like... Oh, it's too bad that guy wasn't trans. (laughs) (laughs) Got a lot of work with. Sick. (laughs) You make like a vagina that just ramps around like intestines a bunch of times. Try to find this world's second longest dick man. (laughs) Fuck. Yeah, that'd be great. I mean, I feel sorry for people with big dicks, you know? Yeah. It's just like... I think big dicks are highly overrated. I mean, sure, there are some people who are into them and into having them, but, like, on the whole, like, it limits your pan options. Like, you can't fuck people, like, as hard as you want and it's, like, long and as deep as you want, right? Right. And, like, 
you know, like, you don't want it to be too. It's just big. a lot to work with. You yeah, you want it to be a little above average so that it's whatever. I, I mean, think. maybe honestly, I like a nice. My ideal is just like an average to like maybe on the smaller side dick. I just mean for your ego and that like for the like cross section of your ego and confidence and then like how good of sex you get to have with how many people just slightly above average feels like that would be ideal because you still get to feel like good about yourself and everything. But then also, yeah, I can fuck more vaginas. I don't know. I I mean, I guess you could say that if your ego is invested in actual size, but from the like dick having people that I've known, Mm -hmm. like I think size means a lot less to them and to than most people think you i know? just think that like because like here's the thing i think a lot of like people with dicks like know for a fact that like okay i've got what i've got and i just have to learn to fuck as well with it as i course. can right and so like most people no matter what your dick size is if you're like a semi well-adjusted person and you're like an adult you've learned how to fuck well with what you have and so you're like yeah dude i'm not worried about totally. it right i'm just saying that like from a visual perspective like little dicks are so like pathetic looking to me. Really? Yeah. Oh, they're so cute to no. me. Uh, like, no. Like well, not, not on men, like on men, men, like uh-huh. if you're like a dude and you have a tiny dick, it's not aesthetically pleasing to me. Yeah. But like if you're like a femi dude or you're like a trans girl, yeah, like, oh, it's so different. fucking cute. Oh, I just want it in my mouth. Okay. Like, yeah. Mm. Yeah, sure. Nom, 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 nom. So we'll take out <laughs> the more effeminate dudes. But if you're like a dude and you have a l- little dick, like it is a turnoff for me. And I'm not Ellie, get off. Sorry. No, it's good to you. Good <laughs> <for> you. <laughs> it is a turnoff for me. And I just imagine that if it's a turnoff for me, it's probably I don't know if straight women um, just get to the point where they just are looking for what exactly fits them or if they still have like aesthetic tastes that are different from what is even practical. I wonder. I think, well, yeah, I think uh, for sure, like people have aesthetic tastes that are different from their pragmatic like ones. Right. I mean, I do. Yeah, me too. Like, I I mean, I like the look of a big dick. dick, Right. But I don't want a big dick. Exactly. But I'm just saying, so my ego, if I feel like if I had a dick, I would want it to be a little above average because I would want to feel that confidence and everything and like look down and be like, yeah, but then still be able to fuck a lot of women. And yeah. But instead I have this perfectly sized hand. Although I guess, you know, yeah, you do have a perfectly sized hand. I, really do. Um, I don't like big dicks IRL, but in my fantasies and things like that, a lot of the shit that goes down involves somebody with a giant dick mm. fucking oh, railing me, too. me, right? Yeah. It's always a big dick, I, right? Yeah, so I, rarely, that's why. I rarely imagine somebody with like a small dick railing me. Because it's like, well, uh, because the smallness, the reason I like it is because I, it allows me to get fucked as hard as I right, want. in real life. In real life, right? But right. I just can't physically handle that if right. it's too large. But like, yeah, like all the tentacle stuff, like definitely like, yeah, they're like not small tentacles. Like I'm right. dealing with some things that are like stretching me and hurting me. Right, because that's the idea, like intense yeah. and masochistic and painful and, oh, and so degrading good. and everything, like all that stuff stuff is like a big dick thing oh my god it's so funny <laughs> i almost said to my i went to physical therapy from my shoulder and the doctor <laughs> like where this is going <laughs> yeah and it, it was kind of the dude was like he was like definitely like if i was gonna fuck like a rich physical therapist daddy he was kind of that he had that vibe going right and so uh-huh. i was like mm, okay he's like all right just lay down on that table and i was like am i like man i wish my mom wasn't in this room right now mm. like it really cut down on my ability to flirt 
Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But he was like, you know, work. And he was the only person who asked like what I preferred to be called too. I was like, Oh, you care. Mm-hmm. <gasps> right. So like he laid me down he was, you know, working my arm and my shoulder and straightening it and just testing my range of motion. He was just like, wow. He's like, I've never seen anybody like this far out from like surgery, like only three days to have this kind of like range of motion. He's like, does this hurt? And I was like, well, I mean, I've got a pretty like good pain tolerance, you know? And he's like, uh-huh. oh, okay. He's like, that can make a big difference. Like if you're used to like that, like, and you know, he's mm-hmm. like, you, if you're, you can like learn to like work it a little harder. And in my head, I'm like thinking like, holy shit has like my masochistic <laughs> tendencies, like trained me to like recuperate faster because I'm able just to like dig into the pain of like, oh, oh yeah, push it a little bit more. Like I have like a, yeah. I have like a good ability to judge my own limits, right. To where yeah. I push myself past where I, it starts hurting and like to be in the pain, but not go so far to where I actually yeah. hurt myself. Right. Yeah. I was just like, oh, yeah, you're essentially calling me a good little slut right now. Uh, you don't know it, but like you, yeah, what you're calling- you were saying was pretty hot just in and of itself, honestly. Mm. I mean, I don't know if this is a fetish, but like, uh, I guess, I guess it could be a fetish, like in a broader sense of like timed orgasms, like having to come in a certain amount of time. Oh yeah. So this listener added us on Twitter, uh, this morning and I was like, Oh, I have never seen or heard of anything like this. So it was like this video of one girl who was like masturbating and like this other video of this girl who was solving a Rubik's cube as fast as she could. That's tight. And the girl, and she was like a good Rubik's cube solver from what I could tell, you know, it wasn't like a, it's going to take me half an hour. Right. It's like, and the girl had to come before she solved the Rubik's cube. That's so cool. Did she make it? I didn't watch the whole video. I I just saw it and it was like, that's tight. We can talk about that. Yeah. I want to do that. I want to do competitive masturbating. Yeah. If I'm masturbating, I can come pretty quickly. You you actually can, you can come really quickly. Yeah. I mean, I sometimes psychologically there can be some things, but usually like I'm pretty good at it. If I'm using like the right kind of blanket, especially I mean, I should be able to crank it out. I'm just saying, like, if there's a competition here, <laughs> I think I could be a, See, a top we need contender. To start, this is why we need to start making porn. Right. Just very strange porn. I'm either fisting people or masturbating with a blanket or just, <laughs> just being myself. Yeah. You want me to be myself? Well, that's what porn's about is finding the things mm-hmm. that you're naturally good at and into. And Some then, other like, freak might want to watch that shit. Yeah. I just love the, because, you know, there's always the, like, come for me, you know, come right now uh-huh. type of thing. And, like, that can be both hot and also super nerve-wracking, right? Yeah. It's a flip of the coin, which one it is for me. Because if you get me in my head about whether I'm going to come, and then what does that mean that I can't come when you tell me to come? Like Yeah, but also at other times, I'm like, oh, fuck, yeah, tell me what to do. And, like, it makes me come harder. Totally. Because I'm doing it for you. If but I kind of like right this. I like this situation where I'm in a competitive headspace where, like, yeah. I know I have X amount of time, but it's me versus you and how fast you can solve a Rubik's cube. That's I'm like, so cool. oh, okay, yeah, because then it's not three minutes. Then I'm not counting down in my head. I'm just like trying to get there faster than you, right? Yeah, you could even just make it a thing where I'm just, like, you just see the person's face who's masturbating. It doesn't even have to be that pornographic, you know what I mean? And then like. In, you know, slightly honor system, I guess, but everything will be nah. for this. Well, I don't know. It's not like fun. A, I was, I'm just saying, if you wanted to make it into like a game show that could be on oh, more a than real just game Pornhub, show. yeah. Can, is that we legal could, on, we YouTube? Could put that on YouTube? Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Pa- just faces, a face. People coming, coming, sure. 
Yeah. We should just we could make this can into we just a thing? get two friends and see who can like jerk off fastest okay. or but let's I like the Rubik's Cube angle like have them do other stuff like that oh yeah where we do various challenges hey put this puzzle together yeah various challenges <laughs> like a 50 piece puzzle something yeah depending on whatever yeah what yeah <laughs> that's a fun <laughs> yeah not racing challenges and masturbating like racing kind of puzzle games and like things like little brain teasers <laughs> like hey solve this brain teaser and see if you you see if you can come before they solve it <laughs> this is i was just thinking you know that show are you smarter than a fifth grader or whatever yeah. I, was, I was thinking can, can you, you come? come faster than a fifth grader can solve this puzzle <laughs> so it's always a chance <laughs> <laughs> We could do that feasibly that is, if we could find fifth graders. I don't they, think we should no, wait, do that. So like we put them in one room and they don't know what they're yeah, doing. Yeah, they don't it's know just, what they're doing. But who the fuck wants to watch that? And then in another room somewhere, no. somewhere else. Yeah, and then everyone who watches those videos, um, we send to the FBI. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, hey guys, we got a list. We have been. Uh, what do you call uh, that? Yeah, catching predators, I guess. Um, yeah, no, but I like the idea of just someone's face while they're masturbating. Cause I would do that too. I would, it's a lot less vulnerable than showing people my fucking blanket nonsense, you know? Yeah. So good. We have so many ideas. I've, I've kind of done the timed orgasm thing a little bit when I think about like, cause I've done things where like, I haven't, you know, someone's like, no, you can't come yet. Like we got to wait till fuck like later on in the evening. Right. Yeah, you got to be yeah. horny all day. And it's just like, fuck. And then like in the evening, you know, we're fucking for a while. It's like, all right, you can come, but you got to come fast now. And it's like, oh shit. Like, and mm-hmm. it's like, I, I don't know when it's going to be cut off, but I know I don't have long before my ability is taken away to come is mm-hmm. taken away again. So it's like, I've done shit like that, but like, that's, that's not cool. like, yeah, but it's like, I like the structure a little bit more. I don't think I like the ambiguity of it, you know, the yeah. not knowing the actual end, like deadline or time. Yeah, I think I should just generally play around more with r- rules like that because I do have some hangups about coming with other people. And so maybe I should just play around with, yeah, like you're not allowed to come or yeah, you're allowed to come if you can come before I tell you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like stuff like that. I do also just like, I mean, isn't that a thing? I think it's a thing that's happened a lot. Like people just masturbating and seeing who can come first, like like Surely. orgasm races, right? Yeah. That's kind of Sounds fun. Sounds like a frat boy afternoon. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I assume that's what y'all are up to. <laughs> um, yeah. Orgasm races. I've never done that either, though. I've masturbated next to a lot of like people, right? Like we both want to get off and it's just a fun thing to masturbate next to each other, but it's never felt like a race. Yeah. I don't think I've ever raced anyone but myself. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, the only person you're competing yes, against is yourself. Can you be <laughs> like know. golf? <laughs> well, it was like the time I masturbated 11 times in a row just to see how many times I could do it. Um, in a, oh, you're doing it in a row? Yeah, just like... R- the most right I've ever t- come in a day is 13 times. But that's like in a count. day, like having to space yeah, it out. But yeah, like you sure. can just go one after another. Right, after, it another. Just, after 11, it was just so like... Ugh, like tech- I'm coming, but like... Ugh. So timed orgasms. Yeah. I like the idea too of like, just give me a timer 
and you want me to come right at that moment, like I could hit the mark too. Like I'll, I'll keep, keep it at bay and hit it exactly whatever you want. Like, Ooh, precision orgasms? Yeah, precision orgasms. Mm-hmm. This sounds like a name of a great company. You're <laughs> yeah, a precision, precision orgasm. <laughs> You're a precision orgasms. <laughs> Those vibrators. I we guess. make you come right on time every time. That'd be great if you could set your vibrator to be like, I want to come in 14 seconds or four minutes and 48 seconds. And then it just oh. programs a thing for you to like take exactly that long trademark right now precision orgasms seriously precision orgasms we know your body so well we gotta like hook them up to stuff i mean i don't know yeah it's like getting fitted for a hearing aid you know you gotta come in and it takes a lot of like you gotta see how far back your clit is in your hood we need to watch you come several times yeah but we'll get there well i'll do some research (laughs) we'll come up with Uh, a vibrator just for you Yeah, they're all a game custom. plan. It's a cum plan. Yeah. Let's do a bit custom. Here's our cum plan cum for plan. you. <laughs> custom cum plans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my God. precision orgasm. <laughs> custom cum plans. We are starting this company. <laughs> <laughs> we do need some engineers. If yeah. Oh, we're just the idea side of this. We need some scientists. Uh-huh. <laughs> some like legit ass scientists. Mostly engineers. Uh, I'll, I'll do the physical research. This has been another NPR production out of Safe Space Studios. We're broadcasting on 66.6 FM. That's KFUX. Peace. Ciao. I'm Janish Meeting, a native writer and comedian, and I'm thrilled to announce that my podcast, Woman of Size, has found a permanent home on the Hoo-Ha-Ha Network. On Woman of Size, I talk to artists, writers, activists, and thinkers about their big-ass lives, their big-ass experiences, and their big asses. Woman of size is plus size. Latina. Flawed. Curvy. Curvy. Thick queen. Queer. Fat. Black. Disabled. So come take up space and subscribe to Woman of Size on Apple Podcasts or wherever you like to listen. Be big, baby. This has been a Hoo Ha Ha Podcast.